The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Victory Monday! You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, where... The Christmas Spectacular has started taking place, and it is a brisk 51 degrees. The high today is 53. The low tonight is 31. It's a good catch. He's Shannon. That's Nate. Oh. He's Shannon. That's Nate. This is Kurt in the back. We got my boy Chris Beam. I am Jesse Holly. Together we make Hanging with the Boys. The Sports Talk Club Little Braille. People feel us. When we speak. And each and every show is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. wings. Your, boy, your boy got some more this week. <laughs> it's weird today because the game was Thursday, and it mm-hmm. seems like a lot has happened. It's almost like yeah. you want to skip talking about the game and just talk about the game that happened last night because hmm. Philly just keeps finding a way to win. Double birds. Just, <laughs> just give us double birds yeah. every time we turn. Right when you think you're going to get a break. You don't. So, should we start with the the rumor? Is it a rumor? Is it confirmed? What's that? About the visit tomorrow? Oh, he's coming. Confirmed. Yeah, he's Pretty. coming. He's coming? Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Well, before we get to that, how was y'all's Thanksgiving? <laughs> Jesse, good. Was good? My, mine was good. Um, I mean, food. <laughs> Lots like of food. Food. Yeah. Kurt, full house? Very nice. Yeah, everybody home. It's yeah. fun to see everybody. Had a beautiful weather. Nice weekend. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good time. Nate? Yeah, your mom fixed me what I need. I'm good. Your mom fixed cinnamon rolls for everybody. Yeah, so I'm good. Make sure we nice. clarify that. OD yeah. on, <laughs> on cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Nate just leaves stuff to be out there just. Stop, Jesse. No, we got to clarify yeah. what you mean when you say, yeah, your mom's fixing. Like, you. Because you can't. I act, knew what he meant, Jesse. You, but you can't. Act, they don't know. Hold on. The Is this the know. guy that won't. Pictures from a guy from across the seas and try to take another man. (laughs) I don't want pictures of him. I want pictures of her. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah, and then you're going to try to take this man, woman right here. I wasn't trying to take that. Come to find out he's a CEO or something. For real. He got way more money than I got. Like he was telling you, know, it ain't my looks that got it. It's the ability to take care of (laughs) I see why she pumped out three. Yeah, Yeah, right quick. When we found out who he was, I see why she was like, you want more? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, how was your Thanksgiving? It was great, thanks. You're welcome. How was Jazz back there? Jazz is back here. So how, is Willie. How, how how were their Thanksgivings? Jazz, how was your Thanksgiving? She worked. worked. Okay, so like good. Still gamefully employed, making money. <laughs> so that's good. That's about good. you? You want to know about Willie's? Yes. Willie, how was your Thanksgiving? He's at the stadium. He's worked. at the stadium. He worked. Oh. Yeah, good though. oh, yeah, that stadium food ain't no joke. Man, I can't wait to show up with so I can go home and eat my cinnamon <laughs> I, I think we'll go to go walk at the stadium. You think? I don't doubt that one bit. We'll Jesse, tell us about the game real quick so we can go. We didn't hear about how Shannon's was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. That was good. Did you see the doctor? How was your Thanksgiving? I haven't. I got, what, three days left? Four days left before I make my appointment. Come on, that was man. good. Mom cooked a lot of food, got to spend some time with the little one. The 
baby mama came over and we hung out all day. No fights. So now that it's always easier to, when, the, when the brothers do it. It's like uh, baby's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I give the white guys his baby's mama's. <laughs> we ate good. It was good. I'm still still uh, still full from the weekend. So thanks for asking. Okay, football. Sh- Sh- stop. Yes, Shaq Leonard. He's coming tomorrow, right? To the he star. Is. Yes. He to is. work. To visit. To work out. <laughs> yes. What, is that, what does that mean? Does that mean... See the missing piece? No. no. If this was Shaq Leonard three, four years ago, then I'm like, oh, he's the missing piece. He'd would, still be on Indianapolis. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he would still be on Indianapolis. Um, oh, I, I think... Um, I think bringing Shaq Leonard here, if it all works out, I think it gives you depth at a position where you severely lack real linebacker depth. I, I get the Marquise Bell experience, and I'm happy for Marquise Bell that he's he's playing well. For me, I, I just can't buy that long term. I can't buy that. That's not playoff football. That's not. That's not when you get you, when you get down to the nitty gritty. And you're starting to even see it a little bit now where teams are like, we're going to just go at him. We're, we're, we're going to go at him and see if he can't do this repeatedly. I think bringing in a guy like Shaq Leonard gives you just a little bit more comfort in knowing, okay, we can start out with, we can start out with Marquise Bell and maybe we have a little Rashad Evans, but we have this insurance policy with a guy like Shaq Leonard. So um, he's not the missing piece, but he's definitely he definitely brings uh, brings depth to a much needed area. So by him make, clearing waivers, that means that what you call it is full on his contract. The Colts got to pay him fully on the last bit of guarantee. Yeah, they, yeah. So everything okay. everything going forward now is kind of prorated. Okay. So if they signed him. They're on the hook for whatever they agree. Like if they agree for a one-year deal, that's it. They're not. They're not hooked into so. the yeah. two yeah. extra Correct. years they had or whatever, Correct. right? Yeah. So it's right. kind of resets. Correct. They pay them that, and then you pay them going forward. Okay. Correct. All right. Yeah. So it would be something that we would, as Cowboy fans, would definitely take that. Now, if he signing. ain't if he ain't starting by week by week three, we don't need him. Week three. Yeah. If it's we if they oh, bring sign, him, oh, bring, yeah, oh, yeah. they sign this dude. And he ain't starting by week three. Hmm. No, you might need him the week after against Philly. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah, which, bro. Which the Eagles which, are supposed to be in the? Con- do you grab him just so the Eagles don't? I, you know what? They're probably playing off each other, right? And he's probably loving it. <laughs> <laughs> we always, always, I've always talked about like some. This feel good for a guy who's never like Shaq Leonard never been courted before. Right, he was drafted to the Colts. He's been with the Colts. He's never had a chance to go be courted. So sometimes guys like that ability to see, like, oh, what does he say? What does mm-hmm. he say? What do they say? What do they say? Now, he does have former teammates, and Malik Hooker and uh, Stephon Gilmore played with him uh, at the Colts. So maybe we have an end there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he, there's any connection with him in Philadelphia, but I mean, Howie in that front office has been doing a tremendous job with signing guys and getting guys. Now, part of the reason that Shaq Leonard is even available, it's a it's a I mean, of course it's it's they had a new defensive coordinator come there. He was hurt. Um they fell in love with another guy. It just he was voicing his uh disapproval of the lack of playing time. But he also is a guy who's had some 
major injuries as well. He's had some back issues that's kind of nerve endings that leg down to the legs, and it was some so so. I mean, bringing this guy in, you're hoping that the medicals absolutely are what they're supposed to be, but this isn't a guy that's just coming in that's just 100% healthy and you know without any flaws or blemishes on his on his body. So bringing him in, understanding that this may be a guy who. You know, you're already dealing with one. You already dealt with one linebacker with a neck injury. Damone Clark already had his neck fused together, mm. and so you just got to just be careful. All the guys that you're bringing in, because you bring a guy in, all of a sudden now he's back on the IR. It does you no good. So sometimes you might want to say, you know what, have at it, Philly. You waste your money and your time and your talent, and hopefully it doesn't work out. But and he comes and plays us in a few weeks and gets three sacks and fifteen <laughs> tackles and. It's weird. He was he was at the he was actually at the Colts game in a suite. I'm at, sure it's a suite he already had paid for. Yeah, so he's Sorry, probably like, his, his, his last. I might as well. I might as well use it. I want to go see that farewell video yeah. that they made for me. So yeah, I'll go to the game. <laughs> Food's already paid for. Let's do it. So, all right, let's get into the game a little bit. Let's talk about it for six minutes. First, rest of the first segment. What'd you think? Wound up being a blowout. Was kind of close. Starting out, looked like it might be one of those. It's kind of boring a little bit to me to watch, but they grounded out, kept it in, kept it, you know, close. kept it going, and then blew them out in the fourth quarter. What'd you take from it, Nate? Did what you needed to do? Yeah, he just did what he needed to do, you know. And I mean, you sound real impressed. This is the third this game of the six game. This is the third game of the six game mm-hmm. thing that, and, and, and they need to just continue to win because we got three more games, you know, before we before we even think about losing one. So, hey, coming this other team that's. Real physical, so I'm good. But I just want to hit Jesse part so we can close this show down and go on and get our cinnamon rolls. <laughs> Kurt, what did you think about the game? Well, it was good. Like you said, they took care of business. Um, again, you through this whole stretch, it's like you know you're beating up really bad teams. You know, Carolina's just went nuclear with their whole staff out there. I'm so, so happy yeah. for that. I am so happy. <laughs> Washington for that. just fired their defensive coordinator, <laughs> and it should have got and should have got Mr. Smart Eric Bieniemy too. Should have got him too. Should have got them all. So it, it, it makes you it it makes you wonder, you know, how good are they? Because these teams are so bad, but right. like I said, they're taking care of business. They're doing what they need to do. Because because in past years you've seen them go on streaks. And they'll have a bump in the road or a hiccup, and they're but they're blowing these teams out. So, I mean, you, you know, it's like you never. When are they going to be good enough to be like, okay, I'm buying in? Like, how many of these next, yeah, next game four games do you have to? You know, how many of those do you have to win for you to be like, all right, I believe. Like, this is this is for real. Yeah. Jesse, what did you take from it? Anything surprise you? Deron Bland. No. Um, yeah. How about that? Nothing surprised me. And, and what I like about what the Cowboys are doing in these stretch of games, when you go when you date back to Giants and then the uh the Panthers and now the 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 the, the commanders, it's no nah, nah, they're they're doing what they're supposed to do. Like mm-hmm. I like I don't I don't want to get into the argument with people of well, they're only beating this and this is who they're on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know schedule. what like this is yeah. this is who is on the schedule. If if <coughs> If one of these teams would have beat the Cowboys, then you would have you would have you went would have, nuclear. Would, yeah. yeah, to holy hell! Oh, they're, 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 
But they blown they've blown these teams out. Right. It has not even been close. It, you know, at no at no point in time, even in that game, the 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 commanders game, did you feel like the the game was out of control or you know, the Cowboys weren't in complete control of that game. This is what you're supposed to do to bad football teams. You're supposed to absolutely whoop their tails from start to finish. And for the most part, in these last three games against teams that are inferior to the Cowboys, they did exactly just that. And they got better in areas where they needed to get better in. We saw the running game um, improve. We saw some other guys even, you know, flash in these games that we haven't seen flash in a couple games. Mozzie Smith, and I'm talking about over the three games, period. Uh, Mozzie Smith had flashed some in, in these games. You, you know, you've seen, uh, you've seen the running game kind of find its footing a little bit in these games. You saw, you got a chance to see Tony Pollard in pass pro these last couple games. It's been really good mm-hmm. for Tony Pollard. Um, Michael Gallup is sprinkled in here and there. I mean, you've seen a bit of everything over the last couple games. We we jokingly called them the get-right games or the, the 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 prescription games or the pharmacy games, and the Cowboys use these games for exactly that. Dak has kept he's kept his you know his uh, 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 his heater on. Other guys have continued to build. We've seen the numbers come down a little bit with C.D. Lamb, but the rest of the guys, the numbers are kind of going up. This last game, he had ten different yeah. It's amazing. Ten different receivers catch a pass. Talk about distribution in this offense. Ten different receivers catch a pass. The other game that was uh, was six touchdowns by five different people. I mean, this is this is kind of the certain things that you want to see. We ain't talking about the red zone no more, no. right? Those, those yeah. comments aren't happening anymore because you get into these games right here and you're able to get some things going. So, like all the conversation that we had earlier in the first part of the season. We're not having those kind. Com- the, the the red zone not a conversation anymore. The 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 offensive firepower not a conversation anymore. Brandon Cooks in the Brandon. Com- it's not a com- yeah. the running. All the things that we talked about was an issue or a problem. Not problems now, anymore. Now, not problems anymore. But will they? We don't continue know. that. We don't know. They're, I mean, I was surprised how much they were going downfield with the ball. I mean, they threw it deep several times. Are, are we going to see that same aggressiveness now with Seattle and then with Philly? That's the yes. Question. All right. I hope so. Explain, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. man. I'm just, hey, this game is so far behind me. I'm just like, I'm, I'm pinning so little on you. I, this, I, I have more problems with the coaches than I do the players of the teams we have just played. Because when I was watching the film and I'm watching the game, I'm saying to myself, as smart as Coach B enemy is, as smart as this guy is, He's going to give the game eventually to the Cowboys because he's not going to stop passing. And eventually, this thing going to crack. And I thought it would crack in, in the third quarter, but it cracked in the fourth quarter, you know, along with Bland doing what he did. I'm saying to myself, then with five minutes left in the game, they start running the ball back to back to back to back. To me, that was a slap in the face. If you really want to just show us how brilliant you are, you just, just, just kept right on throwing the ball. And you you literally got a quarterback beat up, which they did a great job in the first half. They, when we wasn't getting to him as much as I thought we would have, that, that kind of was disappointing. But in the second half, he started feeling the pressure. And that running back, Robinson, with the right offensive coordinator, he could be something special. I know he can. Uh, but I don't know what Coach B. Enemy is going to do. And I, I, I love him, and 
knowing him a little bit personally, but man, I just didn't like how he handled this kid. Just like I didn't like how the Panthers coach handled their kid. You just don't do that to a kid. Not if it's not if he's your future. I didn't. I, I don't cheer for games much other than the playoffs, and I get a little wound up for playoff games. But I was cheering for Deron Bland to not get tackled. Oh yeah, <laughs> like because he yeah. got bunched up there. Yeah, I thought yeah. the ten, and yeah. I, man, I was I was yeah. really. And then you, did you see how excited the whole sideline was? Yeah. I thought Coach Quinn was going to fall out of the coaching booth. <laughs> yeah. So excited. Cool. Even listening to like when you heard Brad Sham and when you heard was it Jim Nance that was doing whoever was doing the game. Yeah, and it was like even they both were like. Oh, he has it. <laughs> okay, he has it. Because yeah, they didn't know, like, because you saw the interception, you thought nobody was in front of him. Then you go, like, oh, snap, there's three guys over there. And he makes one miss and he yeah. makes two hey, misses. You, would you rather be the quarterback who I shook or the two wide receivers? Because you're going to be in history forever. Yeah. So would you <laughs> rather be the quarterback I shook? I want to be the quarterback. He's, he's not He's not the guy that's supposed to be having athleticism right. to, to be able to bring it out. Dotson wanted wide. no part of that yeah, tackle. No. Oh, that was too funny with the two wide receivers. I say, uh-huh. y'all know y'all just anticipate. Somebody else break this record. Y'all in history, right in the Hall of Fame. That was a cool thing to watch. Daddy, Daddy, that's you. (laughs) (laughs) Right there by the ball in the Hall of Fame. Picture right there. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, more football on Hanging with the Boys. Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home-gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Welcome back to the second segment of Hanging with the Boys, brought to you each and every day by Blockchain.com. Thank you, Blockchain.com. And thanks, Mom, for providing diabetes for Very everyone nice. here on the show. Very so nice. At least I go out happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a smile. Yeah. All right. What else do we want to talk about? How, let's talk about Dak a little bit. He is thrown – he is that, that seam route over the middle to Ooh. Ferguson – was the That's route? Yeah, yeah, like he hit Cooks with that in stride. We talked about that last week or the week before. The the placement, like I don't remember him. Maybe he's thrown that before, but I don't remember him until this year having that in his bag of tools. Like it's called, dudes willing to catch it. Yeah. Definitely looks better. Uh, to, now, and this, I'm so glad you're here, brother Jesse. To me, sometimes that's a, that looks like a difficult catch. How, what's the difficult one to ten? What's the difficulty of degree? Because they dropped that the yeah. first the first, the first few times. Yeah. yeah, was it Shoemaker that yeah. dropped it? And difficult. you were like Ferguson dropped one too. And you yeah. were like, you got to catch that ball. That's a that's a catchable ball. It's, yeah, it, the 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 catch isn't difficult. Okay, it's the okay. You you'll hear Michael every time about this a lot of times. and go, how many steps before that safety gets here? Yes, that's the part that's difficult. It's I can make the catch. It's do I have one, two, get down before the safety gets here? Most people are worried about the safety coming, to, coming, to, you know, to, to lay that smack on whether it's you know in the back or in the side, the back of the head or lower the leg. That's the difficult part. It's not the catch is not difficult because you know if the defender's looking at you, you know he can't see the ball coming. Your thought process now is. How long before I know there's a there's a safety coming back somewhere from behind? Mm. How long before he gets here? And that kind of gives you the it kind of almost makes you alligator arm in a little bit. But when I'm bringing it in and 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 Ferg should have had the second one, but what came the hit? Yeah, and you know the hit from the defender, and then he hit the ground and the ball came out. But that's a that's a pass that you're – it's coached, it's taught, it's practiced. That thing is coming either right over the top of the helmet or right past the ear hole. Like, you want it to come there. It's almost your, it's almost your target of, of where I'm looking at. If, if I'm the quarterback, I'm looking – I'm coming right over the side of that helmet because he's never going – because even when he reaches his hands up, it's still going to come right over the top of that helmet so I can make that grab uh, right there. It's, it's mostly the hit that comes along with it a lot of times that, that you fear. Does it look different this year? Is he is he is he mastering? Like it, it's almost, and I don't know if it's just. I mean, this is the debate forever. You know, beginning of the season, get rid of Dak, fire Dak. He's trash. He's never going to get us to a Super Bowl. And now it's like the last. You look at the last what five games? Four touchdowns, two touchdowns, four touchdowns, three touchdowns, four touchdowns, and it's like, and he's controlling the game. Like he's making the. It seems like he's making the right calls. He's mm-hmm. running when he needs to run. He's you know, it's it's like he's – are him and Coach McCarthy finally clicking? Is it because the offensive line's playing better and they're healthy? Or is it all kind of the whole working together? I would say it's a it's a all working – you need all the parts to work together, mm-hmm. right? And it starts in the trenches, and they can tell you about that. But I think what you also realize is, is that you see more motion than you've ever seen. Ever. Ever. In a Dak Prescott – career 
ever. And that's something we were all, everybody griped about when Kellen was here, right? You're Correct. not. The motion, yeah. because what the motion does is it gives me a clearer picture. It lets me know right now, man zone, right? Once I figure out man zone, okay, cool. Process of elimination. Now I start looking at where are these guys going? And all this is happening in, in, in nanoseconds. But I, I, get a, I get a clear picture of what we have from just simply just motioning. Whether that's a, a, a we call it a zig Oh, Zag or Zen, Zen, whatever the motion is, come across the ball, don't come across the ball, come in, come back out. Zone, man, okay, cool. Now I start to go into my teaching, right? It's second down, okay? Through my, through my study this week on second down, when they ran the zone, they ran, you know, 79% of the time they ran this type of zone. Here are the plays that were, you know what I'm saying? In this play, I'm going right here, right now. On top of that, what has teams done this year across the league? They play more too high shell, right? So we're not giving any plays up down the down the sidelines in this defense. Too high shell. Well, when you go too high shell, what's open? The middle of the middle football of field. field. Mm-hmm. So now you start. That's when you start. You start tagging them seams. You start tagging them over routes. You hit them in. You know the the dig routes, the deck, the daggers, the over routes, the seams. All those little things, the shallow crosses. All those little things that now because everyone's going out. I, I can't give up the big play to the outside. So I'm giving up the opportunity to get down the middle of the football field. And so you saw that. You saw that now becoming a part of what they're doing. They're attacking the middle of the football field. They're making these plays. And what's going to eventually happen, or you hope to happen, is Teams that are doing too high shell, they're a little bit hesitant now to to just take off outside. They'll they'll hang in a little bit. They'll hang in a little bit, and I I just need a step or two. I just need a step or two of you of me eyeing you down on the middle of the field and you stand on that hash. Do not deliver it outside. I deliver it to C.D. Lamb. I deliver it to Brandon Cooks. I deliver it to whoever that player may be. So it's a, it's a culmination of all these things working together. The offensive line being healthy and being able to protect. Uh, Dak and, 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 and Coach McCarthy being on the same page. Coach McCarthy calling the plays that are opening this thing up. Dak being able to see it, deliver it, and then the guys on the other end making the plays. What do you. Go ahead. Well, I just. One thing I wonder, too, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion was this. I didn't realize this. This is the first time since 2019 he's played in each of the first 11 games. So he's been healthy. Mm. I mean, in 2020, fractures ankle he's out he was remember he was an mvp conversation then <clears throat> next year in 2021 he had the calf strain he missed a game and then just never was quite it took him a while to get going the then thumb. last year thumb he was out so is some of this not only just his kind of maturity level growing as a quarterback but also just simply he's healthy he's we're seeing a dak that maybe we had seen but we would have already seen if he had remained healthy during that time it's a good question I mean, health is always yeah. health is always important in this league. And anytime you're healthy, you you get some of the best brand of football. And and you talking about dealing with the thumb, a calf, all these things. And of course, the ankle. You wouldn't do nothing with that. But all these things affect your starting, how, stopping, starting. Yeah, like, like all, all that stuff affects how a quarterback. You know, it's a rhythm thing. When you get in there, you kind of work through some things. And you know. Um, when you feel comfortable of pushing off and throwing the ball from a calf injury or gripping the football and throwing it without without having to change up mechanics, all that stuff, man, that that, that plays a part in the productivity of, of of quarterbacks. It just makes you feel good, man, that uh 
You got cinnamon buns. You got, you know, yeah, that great. That, 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 you almost threw me off. You almost threw me off. Man. But to see a coach that understands his player and for him allow, allow the player to be what Dak is doing. I mean, you know, you know, a couple of years ago, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be, you know, that many yards. We would be like, oh, that's too many. Uh, you know, he he don't need to throw like this. Uh, but the way they're doing it and sprinkling in this run, and you know, we'll see more starting this game if it's real. You know about that run versus pass and how the situation is. But right now, everybody's rolling. They're confident, and you know, and Jesse will tell you, you know, confidence, man. With confidence, you you feel you can do anything. And uh, I think we got this team early. They weren't confident in what they were doing. They weren't hyped about what they're doing. I think now this offense is hyped and confidence. Now, if we can get past Seattle, now, now we'll really be rolling. We'll really be rolling. And then, you know, the sky's the limit with Philly, Buffalo, and whoever else, you know, sky's the limit. I just think you got to be you got to be so confident in belief and so ready to go through any brick wall that stands up before you. I mean, this team has not, over the years, been able to handle adversity from teams that were equal or better talent. They have not been able to do that. And I, and I hate to bring up the Eagles game because I'm about just what the Cowboys are doing, you know, but I didn't even watch the game last night. I, I was the third quarter. I looked at the score. They was behind I went to bed, woke up, somebody, oh, man, they lost. They won. I said, okay. And so I sat over there at the table, and I got eight, like 25 shooters on why the Eagles should have lost. <laughs> I said, you ever think that the Eagles can fight through adversity? Or you ever think that luck uh, favors the prepared minds? Those who are successful have great preparation. You ever think about that right there? And they, oh, they look, I said, bro, yeah. I said, I remember when we was playing, we had a lot of time with them. I would come home and my wife would say, boy, y'all got lucky. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we sure did. But, you know, how much you want, How much can I sell your Super Bowl tickets for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyway, you ain't selling my ticket. Okay. <laughs> I would luck brace Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? How's the, how's the offensive line been developing the last They're few doing years? okay. Steele is playing with better technique. Uh, he's worked through some things now uh the horses are coming this week with Seattle they got you know Leonard William and those guys and a few other guys and so we'll see i mean each week you just get better it's all about the confidence if this team is confident now and they know how to play hard um just make sure we don't have those penalties those old wicked penalties are uh, holding here uh, uh illegal formation uh, uh offsides because uh you know that's another team that it's not playing with confidence. Seattle is not playing with confidence. Seattle team is better than their record. Well, their athletic skill is better than their record. Their record is what it is, but their athletic skill is better than their record. Just like the, just like the Chargers, I just think the Chargers are, you know, over the top with athletic ability. Yeah. I got a question. Maybe this for after the break, but it's this game against Seattle. We've been talking about how tough yeah. the the schedule is going to be in December. Is it start now with Seattle, or is this kind of a good tune-up mm. to the toughest part of the schedule? Great question. Let's answer that when we come back on the final segment of Hanging what with the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back, no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the last segment of the People Show hanging with the boy. Are we still the People Show or has Nick got the People Show now because he takes so many calls? No way. Because we only get two calls a day and it's my fault. I We're still the People Show. Hung up. Okay. We, we, give, we give the people what they want. All right. Last segment is brought to you each and every day by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And there's a reason why Nick always walks by here on Friday. Like He's hey. always looking for an opportunity to get on our we show. We should just pull the mic out on Fridays and just let him no. sit in on the show. No, on Fridays. No, 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 no? no, no, no. he's got his own show. Okay. He got his own show. Okay. <laughs> no. Then we really won't be the people show because we won't get the chance to get to the people. Yeah, we don't do a good job. We, I think we've had one one day where we got to a lot of calls. By the way, Pod Picks this week was just the score, and amongst our little group, Jazz was the closest. She was within fourteen points. She had a, at thirty five to fourteen, but overall. Brother Will was within three points of the final score mm-hmm. out of everyone. Wow. So congratulations, Will. And we know how to get Will down here to say hi to us now. <laughs> yeah. Bring free food. food. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Will. Good job. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen it, but there's a clip going around social media of all the holding plays on Micah Parsons. Oh, I and yeah. I never blame the refs. I'll never yeah. blame the refs. I'm a firm believer. I'm like that in boxing. Knock them out. You know, don't leave it in the refs' hands. But if I was Micah, I would be so damn frustrated. There were like six or seven plays where 
they have him around the neck, bending him backwards, yeah. and like no call. And it's just like how, one time I, the guy punched him right up in the chin, pu- punched him in the face. Rapper standing right, right there. looking at him, and it's like how do these things not get called? Like it, it it's, you must have talked to your boy this weekend. Who? Oh Beautiful. yeah, he he was on he was on something else. He was on he was already on to the Eagles in the, in the Buffalo game. Like he he was mad because they weren't calling anything on Philly. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I just I, I'm sure you can call holding on every play in the NFL, but like some of those are just almost ridiculous. Yeah. So. It's a good question you had earlier, Kurt, heading into the break. What was it again? Well, we've been talking about December, how tough the schedule is. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to face Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit all in a row. Mm-hmm. But they're starting now with Seattle. And is this Seattle game, is it – are we starting – is it a tough gauntlet now? Or is this kind of a tune-up to kind of against better competition to prepare them for that tough stretch? No, this is this is, this is is it. This, yeah, this it is starts now. This starts now. Mm-hmm. Um because I believe this game is on the road, correct? No, we're home. We're oh, home. it's at home. home. Yeah. Oh, okay. Home Seattle, home Philly, on the road, Buffalo, Miami, and then home against Detroit, and then at Washington. Oh, Seattle, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble, Seattle. You're in trouble. It starts now, though. But this is this is the better of the competition of what they've been seeing the yeah. last couple of weeks. When you talk about Giants, when you talk about Carolina, New Carolina, New York, New York uh, Carolina, uh, Washington, mm-hmm. this is – They'll they'll beat they'll beat Seattle, but this is going to be a game where, you know, there's there's a plethora of players in this game, both offensively and defensively for the for the Seahawks. Plus, they're coaching. Pete Carroll always coaches a really good a really good bunch of uh, guys. So, um, this is this is the start of it. You got to you got to start here. But I'm I'm a little bit I will say I'm a, this is this is one of those games where. The tail end of this three games in twelve days, right? Yeah. This is a team that is good enough. If you are not on your P's and Q's, this is a team that can beat you. And I don't think they will, but I think about, you know, guys a little bit tired, coming off the, you know, coming off the break. It's the it's the tail end. Looking forward to, to the Philly. mini buy mm-hmm. to Philly. This is one of those games where you're just kind of like you, you could be wore out a little bit against a Seattle bunch, and this team will come in and, and they'll 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 be right, they'll be right in the sense of wanting to pick you off, right? Because it's still this is still a, a conference uh, uh, type yeah. situation. Because for the Cowboys, honestly, if we want to be serious, we're fighting for like our goal now is fifth seed, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Fifth seed, because and the reason why I would say fifth seed because the fifth seed will get the winner of the NFC South, right? So give me whoever Atlanta or the Saints. I'll, give me that. I don't want to be the sixth seed. Sixth seed means we got to we got to <laughs> we got to travel to Santa Clara. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we want that fight yet, Rocky. Um, so yeah, sixth so, seed right now is going to Detroit. Oh, Detroit. Okay. Well, I don't know if I want to go to Detroit either. <laughs> I'd rather go to Atlanta. I'd rather go to Atlanta. I'd rather go to Atlanta. I'd rather go to the ATL or New Orleans, whoever it is. Uh, So yeah, so I'd rather I'd rather have that situation happen. And so this is this is going to be it's going to be it's going to be a very very winnable game for the Cowboys. Very very winnable game for the Cowboys. But don't just look past these guys as if they're just cinnamon buns. God, he's so ready to go. No, I just uh, I'm listening to what Jesse's saying. Are you? The, yes, Are you sir. Thinking about Cinnabons? No, I'm, I'm thinking about what you said. 
the Cowboys have another choice but to win. Every time the Eagles win, we have to win. Bottom line. So you can have that NFC South game. You know, bottom line. No, you don't. You can't look at it no other way. You got to go through Seattle to get to Philly. You know, and uh, that's just the bottom line. Don't play with it. Don't mess around with it. I don't care if it's been uh, four games in eight days. You got to win the game. You you don't have that luxury of, uh, oh, well, we'll lose this one and, you know, and we'll be ready for Philly. No, you can't lose this one or Philly. You got to win these games. You have to win these games. Ain't but one team in the whole NFL is in the playoffs. That's Philly, who we thought collectively as a media bunch four weeks ago, oh, they'll be one. Oh, they can all be 0-3. Not likely they're going to be 3-0. and Okay. <laughs> yeah. The same team. Worry about – don't worry about the snake in the grass. Worry about your own mm, – mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, my grandma used to say, bless her heart. They're still – I mean – no, quit with that wishing. No, You're going to start with that wishing. I'm just saying. There's still a lot of games left. It ain't. It ain't a lot of games left. Three weeks ago, it was a lot of games left. Today, it ain't a well, lot no, of games I'm, left. The Cowboys, you got you can't afford to lose. I'm with you there. I mean, there is still a little bit of hope that Philly may trip up. You beat them. A couple other people beat them. We're going to beat them. You, you wind yeah. up winning the division. You really need some help from the 49ers this week. We're yeah. going to beat them. We're going to beat them. We're going to beat this team here. Then we're going to take the minute break. We're going to crush Philly. Then Buffalo is Buffalo. So they'll explode on themselves. Just keep playing good ball. Don't have a lot of penalties. Buffalo will give it to you. They'll prove they, this year they've had four fourth quarter leads and lost all the games. <laughs> they will give it to you. Play hard, play smart, and you'll be all right. Just hope it's not super cold, which. That's stupid to even say that December 17th. In- <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't for me, Shannon, so I don't know how you <laughs> can we Can we go early? No, can we? I, I just, can we? T- I want to be one of the people who help champion the flowers to be given more to Deron Bland. Okay. okay yeah, yeah. I, just, right, okay. I, I just feel like we're not talking about enough. Of what Deron Bland has done, like I really, mm-hmm. and this is this is organizationally. This ain't just a hanging with the boys thing. This is a Dallas Cowboys thing. He has more defensive touchdowns than any other team. Yeah, himself. Yeah, and you still have six games left. I think coming into this weekend, there were only thirteen NFL wide receivers that had more touchdowns with him. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> I, I I did this for my other show, so I'll, I'll bring this the, the stats um, for here. Do it. I went back and I looked up these stats. I took I took Kurt's job for a second. Sure. Because I was looking at this and I thought, man, like this is this is unheard of to to for due to be in the second season, really one and a half seasons, and to have five interceptions returned for a touchdown. And I went back and I looked, I said, Let, let's let's put a historical context to this. And I went back and I said, what did primetime Deion Sanders have in his career? Mm-hmm. And in a 12-year NFL career, he had nine. I said, well, okay, well, what about Darrell Revis? In an 11-year career, he had three. I said, what about, what about Charles Woodson? 
Right? All these guys have yellow jackets now. Mm-hmm. Charles, in an 18-year career, had 11. Ed Reed, in a 12-year career, had seven. <laughs> Deron Bland, in 11 games, has five. <laughs> Like, just take a moment and just – now I get it. This is much more of a passing league than what it was when Dion was in his, you know, in his prime and, 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 and Charles – in 11 games, these dudes – and these are guys, when Dion says there should be a different wing in the Hall of Fame, right? Like, some of, like Ed Reed would be on the wing that Dion's talking about. Charles Woodson will probably be on the wing that Deion's talking Darrell Revis is going to be on the wing that Deion is talking about. A different wing of the Hall of Fame. Deron Bland in the 11 game has five touchdowns for interceptions in a career that is a year and a half old. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be on you know, in that wing or even have a gold jacket or even be remembered as one of the great DBs of all time. Then I thought to myself, because now I'm like, he should be in the conversation of Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. And now, like MVP, it's the Defensive Player of the Year award comes to one position, the defensive end. But in 2019, mm-hmm. his running mate, dude across the way from him, Stephon Gilmore won Defensive Player of the Year. Right? I said, well, let's see what the numbers say. What, what did Stephon Gilmore do when he won Defensive Player of the Year award? Stephon Gilmore had um, 53 tackles. He had 20 PBUs, pass breakups. He had six interceptions, two taken back for touchdowns. In 11 games, Deron Bland has, uh, I think, 42 tackles. Um, 36 of them might be solo. He has 13 pass breakups. He has seven interceptions and five of them back for touchdowns. If the season ended today... (laughs) Arguably a better numbers than what Stephon Gilmore yeah. had in 2019. How was this guy not in the like? How was his name not being? I was about to say scrum amongst the screaming, screaming at the top of lungs of people who are talking about the, this is. And I get like if you ask me who was the better defensive player, I would say Michael Parsons, right? Mm-hmm. Overall, overall, overall. But it's the defensive player of the year. There's no defensive player that is having a better year than what Deron, and he still has five games left with quarterbacks who may give him another yeah. opportunity to add on to that touchdown ledger and to the interception. Like if he ends this year with nine, ten interceptions and he gets one more back for a touchdown, I mean he's gonna break he's gonna break he's gonna do better numbers in tackles, he's gonna do better numbers in pass breakup in the next couple of weeks. Uh Geno Smith might give him a chance. Josh Allen might give him a chance. He may have – and here's the thing. It's not even giving, giving him a chance because when you look at his takeaways, they're takeaways. Mm-hmm. His turnovers, he's taking the football. Like, it's not like they're throwing lollipops to him. <clears throat> I took passes. No, he's like all hands going to get it takeaways. I just, I just feel like as a whole – this dude is not, and this is not me having a pat on my back moment because of what I said mm-hmm. earlier in the year. But I, you know, no. I did say it. I did say it. <laughs> but boy, this dude, like, there needs to be billboards. There needs to be, and I know that he's not a guy who talks a lot or very loquacious or very boisterous mm-hmm. in what he does. But boy, there needs to be a push behind this guy. 
See, that's why we need you in the social media department again. There needs to be a push behind Deron Bland, man. Like, defensive player of the year. Sorry, Micah, but it, it seems like you're, you're going to lose this award again. This is this is the award will go to your teammate, and he's going to be sick. Micah's going to be <laughs> outwardly, he's going to be happy for his teammate. On the inside, he's going to be sick. He's like, I finished runner-up for the last two years in a row, and now the year I thought Miles Garrett uh, is hurt, he might be out with some time with his shoulder. It's right for the picking. Unfortunately, the guy guy that plays along with you, he's picking everything off and taking it back for touchdowns. The crazy part is not – I mean, the interceptions are – the number's crazy, but the five that he's returned for touchdowns, that's insane. Oh, by the way – the seven. Oh, by the way, let's not forget this. In 11 games, he wasn't even starting. Right. Remember, yeah, right. the first couple games, he was just coming in as a, as a, as a nickelback. Mm-hmm. But the first two games, well, when it? Nine to, starts. His nine starts. So he's doing, that's what I'm saying. Like he's doing he has this. almost an interception per start. <laughs> he's doing this. And the first, he was a reserve to start the year before Trayvon hurt his knee in practice that, 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 that lonely Thursday. I'm just saying, yeah. we need, we need, we just need saying. to push. We need to push this Deron Bland Defensive Player of the Year award thing. Let's say it every show. Let's I'll say it. it. Let's get him there. Let's get it. All right, let's let Nate go eat his uh, cinnamon rolls. Mom, thanks for cooking them. Good like seeing a sad you, Nate. puppy dog over there, boy. <laughs> Jesse, good seeing you. Kurt, good seeing yes, you, man. Sir. Chris, thanks for show. keeping us on the air. Jazz, thanks for requesting the cinnamon rolls. Will, good seeing you. Who, who puts all of our stuff up? Josh. Josh, yes. How did I forget that? Josh, thanks for keeping all of our stuff up. We will be back tomorrow. No show Thursday because we have a game. Show tomorrow, Wednesday, Friday this week. So, so tomorrow we're doing. Let's do what's tomorrow? Tuesday. Just do them all, right? Let's do, do both it all. Sides and take calls Wednesday, maybe. There we go. Something like that. That's Tune in tomorrow. See, find out what we do tomorrow. On hanging with the boys. We out. See y'all. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!